Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron podcast. podcast. Yeah, so we're back at it. Um, this Krispy Kreme's open late today. Don't worry about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, how do I normally start these? Every time I, I'm so confused. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, please subscribe and leave <laughs> us a review. We would like to respond to your review. Um, or whatever. If you would like to support more creative content like this and witchy content, you can check out our Patreon, where within we uh, we have a Horn and Cauldron podcast specific tier uh-huh. that grants you access to the uh, Book of Shadows pages, which is like all of the stuff that we talked about, as well as the complete list of correspondences and the two spells that are included at the end of each one of these podcasts. Um, And if you're on YouTube, don't forget to like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, ring the bell. um, Let us know what you think. Correct our pronunciation, regardless (laughs) of what I do. I'm going to say a word wrong, so deal with it. It's really the adult thing for me to say here. Like, people say words weird. Welcome to Earth. Um, Or Earth the more appropriate way to say that e-a-r-f you can also check out our social media yes. channels oh yeah we got social media too yeah uh, we're on I, everything yep uh we have the tiktoks them them young folk tiktoks what with the moving words and pictures and whatnot oh, um boy. and on tiktok <laughs> i share short witchy wisdoms uh on there and sometimes i talk about information from the podcast yeah she does like fun informational witchy tiktoks and i do like moment of zen vaguely motivational stuff interspersed with the occasional singing the occasional tie-dye ninja and the occasional star trek thing because my tiktok like myself is a mindful of absolute fucking chaos yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But and today, finally, you can check out our Etsy. Oh, she ruined, she ruined a perfect. I totally she ruined a it. perfect transition That's for chaos. You get. That's what uh, you yeah, I guess get. you can check out our Etsy. Uh, also, if you would, if you would like, uh, we sell like a bunch of tie dye stuff, and I do like uh, abstract pore painting and like psychedelic resin artwork and stuff. Uh, so it's really cool. Check that out. Also. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you see anything there and you want it custom done, just hit us up, man. Like, I'll do custom tie-dye shit. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or art. Or art. Oh, yeah. Or, or custom art, I guess. I didn't yeah. think about that also. It's the, literally the same thing. I just, I, I like making a mess with colors, and then that shit's beautiful. So that's yeah. that's my superpower is t- turning a mess of colors into something beautiful. Would you say uh, it's chaotic? I'm not going to give her this transition, guys. So let's resist this transition and talk about uh, Loki, the monster god. I don't know about any of this chaos shit. Go. (laughs) So uh, today we're talking about Loki. Yes. uh, And that's a lot of it because uh, the new show is coming out. We're actually pretty excited about that. We're really amped about it. Big fans of the Marvel MCU. Yeah, yeah. I I really like what they've done with, with, uh, like, Norse mythology in the Marvel Universe. Um, I'm a fan of the comic books even before, like, the MCU existed. Yeah. Um, Which is absurd to have to say, but, like... I'm hipster enough to say that, I guess. That's very hipster. I have a yeah. w- like a lot of records, so it works. But um, I, I'm, I drink craft beer, uh, but I have a beard. What are you gonna do? Uh, but I'm not proud of any of those hipstery things. You really like IPAs too. I do love IPAs. Man, I brew a damn good IPA. Get out of here with that shit, dang, homie. I work for a brewery, so yeah, what's up? But uh, yeah, no, so. 
yeah, we're into the we're into the Loki thing. We're super excited about it. We've watched like everything we can that isn't spoilery, and we're just like, can it be Friday yet? Because uh, we super want to watch that. But um, look forward on our YouTube channel to reviews. We'll probably review Loki. Yeah. Uh, just because I know more about it than WandaVision, so it was like it's not plausible to do like episode to episode WandaVision <laughs> yeah. reviews for me. I don't have the like knowledge base for that, uh, like I do for the Star Trek reviews we do or anything like that. But um, yeah, so uh, I'm like a practicing Odinist for a lack of better words, um, like runic satyr, um, you know, like Norse mythology, and I'm covered in Norse tattoos and and and, and all that stuff. So Loki's kind of like up my alley with this sort of stuff. Yeah. So we kind of had this opportunity. It's like, well, the show's coming out, and Loki's real hot right now, and Tom Hiddleston's the flipping best. Um, yeah. Uh, so like, why not talk about Loki, the god that Tom Hiddleston is playing? So that way you can listen to this. And then go watch the show and uh, know where the show made Marvel decisions instead of based on history decisions. I mean, it's pretty much all. It's all of, of it. Yeah, Loki's the answer is all of it. Yeah. yeah. So you don't need to listen to the end. It's all. We are going to be Goodbye. mostly talking about the Norse side of yeah. Loki no. as opposed yeah. to the Marvel side. Uh, but uh, as we talked about in the Thor deep dive, if to you, the spirit of Loki more so embodies what's happening in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. Go ahead and use that. Yeah, totally. I mean, really, movies and comics, those are modern myths. And there's no reason to... Hercules of our time. Yeah, the Hercules of our time, I guess. Except for um, the Hercules of our time was an awful movie. Yes, the Hercules of our time was an awful Right, that's movie. the Dwayne the Rock Johnson one? Yes, yeah. despite The Rocks. And I love The Rocks uh, so yeah. damn much. That so is such a bad movie. You don't feel like you have to do this or that you can only do this. And um, for those uh, those like two listeners that have been with us since the beginning, um, you know, this is not a gatekeeping type of community. Yeah. So we are not here to tell you that what we're about to talk about is how you have to worship Loki. So feel free to pick and choose what you like because really um it's how you perceive that stuff your your value of and interpretation of loki and any deity really is the most important part of uh the idea of worshiping or patriarchy. yeah definitely definitely we're, we're not the, first of all like this is a community for like-minded individuals who are just trying to like learn and share in knowledge in an esoteric manner or like about witchcraft or whatever you want to call it um like uh this is a like a hate free zone if you're one of these motherfuckers that wants to spread hate about the norse gods because you're like a racist or something uh please go away I don't really want to deal with that. That's, yeah, we don't that tolerate sounds, racism. That sounds fucking awful. Boom. Just let people do whatever they want. As long as it doesn't affect you, who fucking cares? Yeah. It's it's absurd. It's absurd. And it's based on bullshit, too. Like, there's no there's no intrinsic racism built in to the Norse pantheon or Norse mythology. That's horseshit. Um, so don't listen to those lies. Trust me, I've had a great many conversations being a brown man covered in Viking tattoos. You get into conversations with people, um, including racists. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, we don't we don't do none of that shit around here. Um, obviously, if you have a different interpretation of Loki, or we missed your favorite Loki story, tale, or or, or little tidbit, um, f fucking comment below and share it with the group because maybe we don't know that. I'm gonna tell you what I learn shit all the time about stuff that I already knew. 
In fact, so, most of wait, the stuff let's we rock talk and about roll. on this podcast is stuff that you don't know. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't do. I'm just here for flavor text. She's here for like research and science and yeah, the smart lady stuff. I'm the beauty and the brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to do research, and I'm lazy. Plus, I have to edit this when I'm done, and that takes a while. <laughs> So, so we split the work. We split the work. So about. let's talk about Loki. Let's talk about Loki. Uh, Loki is uh, considered a uh, god in the Norse pantheon, and he's super popular. <laughs> he's uh, considered a god in the Norse pantheon. <laughs> maybe he's from a different pantheon. Maybe. Uh, yeah. You make your own pantheon. Loki, the Mesopotamian um, pantheon. Build your own. Uh, I mean, really, there's a lot of trickster is gods. Like a build a god workshop? Yeah, build I'm a sorry, god this workshop. Is this is going to go yeah. off the rails a uh, lot, there's guys. There's a lot of trickster gods, and a lot of them share similar ideas ideas and attributes and and even like story motifs so a lot of the things that deal with loki are actually quite similar to some of the other um trickster gods which we'll talk about when we'll get to when we get to the correspondences yeah so physically loki is described as being handsome and androgynous and with red hair so not tom hiddleston they all uh, <laughs> have red hair guys L listen yeah i don't imagine him with red hair but that's because Tom Hiddleston is a beautiful man who has taken over the image he of Loki in my mind. Is. And I'm, uh, I'm fucking totally okay with that. Yeah, totally. So <laughs> Loki is also a shapeshifter. Uh, he is a trickster god. He is the god of earthquakes. He is the causer of knots or loops. He's a tangler. Yeah. He's also referred to as a cedar, which is a form of magic that is used to tell the future, a style of... Um, shamanistic type magic yeah he's a practitioner of satyr uh, because and i use this term wrong all the time i'm okay with it but i use this term wrong technically satyr is the thing not the people who practice it yeah yeah satyr um, roughly trans translates in english to sorcerer yeah yeah and it's it's uh a lot of so the norse magic was often like um weave magic so they would work in like weavings yeah. and they would they would like find the missed stitches and like read the weavings for divination yeah. and such like that um but yeah he had like divinatory like aspects to him yeah you know from like a historical standpoint or whatever yeah so loki is part of the norse pantheon and um he could be considered an aesir but um how happily he fits into this little family of of norse gods is um really really varies by the source some sources he's very like antagonistic and he is more causing mischief in like a mean way than he is in a nice way but in some stories and in some sources he is much more like your crazy uncle uh yeah. not the mean one yeah your your other crazy sometimes uncle. he's an asshole and sometimes he's just like kind of trying to be funny yeah uh so, it depends on your <laughs> what the bend of that particular tale yeah so loki is a uh jotun which is a frost giant yeah well jotun is just jotun. is just giant it's just giant yeah, yeah. so Jot loki is a jotun which is a giant right, he is the son of farbauti and laufe uh Loki is husband to Sigyn, which is actually his second wife, uh, and she is the goddess of fidelity. And that is because 
um, when Loki is punished for being the cause of Baldur's death, he is basically put in a position where a snake is dripping venom on him all the time, and Sigyn holds a bowl underneath the snake to try and get the get the venom before it touches his skin because it you know it's venom it hurts. Uh, but uh, you know, that so she's like a, sense, a yes. super devotional, like sweet wife. Basically, she sticks by him through thick and thin. Uh, now. Together, they have at least one son. Their son is Narfi, or Nari. Uh, and this son was turned into a wolf, and he was killed, and his entrails were used to tie up his father, Loki. Uh, and specifically, he was used to tie up his father while he is in this venom punishment. I don't know why Sigyn can't just, like, you know, uncoil the entrails, but... That's, uh, that's, we don't, we don't make this stuff up. Just that tight. Yeah. Right? Now, sometimes Valley is listed as Loki's son, and Valley is the person who killed Narfi. Uh, and, and that is, uh, possibly an error in the translation of the poetic Edda, Valley being Loki's son. In the Edda, there's a story about where Valley kills his brother, Narfi, um, which something, which something that that means that they're both Loki's children, uh, yeah. paternal, uh, you know, brothers. Uh, but Valley is also mentioned as being Odin's son in other passages, so it's really hard to uh, know if the word brother means like actually brothers by blood, or is really an affectation, like oh my brother, like brother, like, brother from another or... mother kind yeah. of thing. Um, especially because Loki and Odin at one uh, at one point made a blood oath, so. So it would, it would basically be pretty. Like, it's sort of like easy they, it's sort of like they became. See. It's sort of like they became. If they made a blood oath, then they became like each other's kids' uncles. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah, kind of like being a godfather. Yeah, adopted uncle. Yeah. So um, Loki has at least those two children. Now Loki's first wife was the Jotun Angerboda. Uh, and they had three children, and those are the more famous children, really. So that's Fenrir, Fenrir, a wolf, the harbing, a harbinger of Ragnarok, uh, and also the name of our German shepherd dog. Harbinger? Harbinger. No. I wanted to say Harbinger. I always say Harbinger. For me, that's the word Harbinger. Harbinger. There's it's Harbinger. two R's. That... Harbinger. I don't, why, I, don't know, I don't know why two R's makes that. I don't know. I just, you know how some people say Washington? That's just how I say Harbinger. Those people are wrong. That's that's how that works. I think your dad says Washington. There's literally no way. He's insane about speaking. Yeah? Yeah, he's very well, insane. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, I don't think he says Washington. I don't know. I know my dad used to say Washington. Okay, well, that's not how that's said. But There's I, no R I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. Uh, anyway, Fenrir. <laughs> Uh, Jormungandr, which is the world serpent who encircles Midgard, yeah. and Hel, goddess of death and the afterlife, the name of our puppy. Our Siberian husky. Our yeah, Siberian so we've got husky. we've got two we got two dogs named after Loki's kids. That's that wasn't technically on purpose. It, just it was worked not out on that purpose, way. but you know what? It works out. Their that names way. fit. Yeah, it works out that Their way. Names fit. Uh, Loki also gave birth to Odin's eight-legged horse, Sleipnir. Uh, it is worth it to say that Loki was a horse when yeah. he gave birth. Loki to was a horse. horse, and then he then he had horse fun with another horse, and then he got pregnant and had an eight-legged horse. What with four ex four bonus legs for the speed, yeah. And then I guess just gave his kid to Odin. Which, if you think about it, that means that Odin's riding his like god nephew into battle because of the blood oath. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Whatever. You don't think about it. 
you know what? Families in the Norse mythology, very confusing. So are families in most... Uh, Mythologies. Most... Families pantheons. in mythology, very confusing. <laughs> yeah, that's the lesson learned there. Yeah. Uh, Loki also has two brothers, uh, Helbindi and Bilister. Yeah. Um, Loki and Odin, you know, they did make this blood oath, uh, and it is spoken of in several times in uh, myths associated with Loki, where one of them is being a dick to each other, and then somebody else is like, hey, didn't you guys swear a blood oath to each other? So you're kind of like brothers, and you're kind of like gonna save the other person's life if they needed to. And then they're like, yeah. Oh. And then they Aww. just, like, stop being dicks to each other. It's very interesting. Um, it's kind of like they're in-laws, in a way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's not wrong. Now, Loki and Thor are actually not brothers, though. Them being brothers is a story edition from the Marvel comics. Uh, and in in Marvel, you know, we've got Loki, and he's not, he's like the adopted son of Odin, and yeah. all that other stuff. Yeah. Loki and Thor are I mean, not listen, brothers, Loki as far as the Loki still North fucks Pantheon with Thor, goes. and Thor still fucks with Loki, and they still hang as out. As if they were siblings. Often. O like, yeah. often. Loki does some shit and gets Thor in trouble, or Thor does some shit and gets Loki in trouble, or whatever, or they're playing fucking shit on each other, or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I kind of get the logic of, like, simplifying... I mean, like, there's not really even a, a distinction between the Aesir and the Vanir in in, not really. in the Marvel comics. So you kind of had to, no. like, cut some stuff out, you know? And yeah. and the whole Blood Brother thing kind of presents a bit of a confusion. Um, so it, I guess it makes more sense to just make them, like, vague adopted half-brothers or whatever the hell. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, whatever, dude. Close enough. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you kind of look at it, like, from the, from the, their blood brothers side of things, like Loki and Odin being blood brothers, that would mean that Loki is, in a way, like, the god uncle to Thor. Yeah. But being as how they are typically portrayed as being a similar age to each other, um, you know, you could be, it's like when you have cousins... Or, like, you know, if you have a lot of differing ages in a family, sometimes cousins are raised along, like, with children in the same age group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... My family has that. My family does not have that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because of the number of aunts and uncles that yeah. I've got, right? I've got cousins that are, like, way older than 20 me. years older than you. Yeah, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> you know? So, like... You know, and then whatever. you've got, you've well, got I've got, nieces, I've got, I've got nieces and nephews, and nephews that, are like, that are like our age. That are like my age. Yeah, yeah totally, totally, totally. <laughs> so like, yeah, whatever, dog. You know? Yeah. So uh, now, as far as magical relics goes, uh, I know that Thor had a whole bunch that we talked about. Yes. Loki technically only possesses one magical relic, and um, that is Latvain, which is a sword or a dart or like a wand, depending on the source. It is said that this item will always hit its target. Also, sometimes it's an arrow. Uh, it really depends on what the what the story is that you're reading about Loki. Um, so it's kind of interesting um, in thinking about it like a wand, because Loki is also known for um, being like a god of magic. So it's, uh, it's pretty neat. So as far as Loki goes, there's really, like, the history of his name, there's not really an easy answer for the meaning of his name. And uh, for the two listeners that frequently listen to us, you know that that is something that I say pretty much every time. Um, now, some attribute the name Loki to the Old Norse name Logi, with a G. Uh, but 
I think that a more interesting and maybe more correct version is that it's actually derived from a word used to describe spiders. The word Grindaloki means daddy long leg spiders. Nice. Or, or what are what are what are daddy long legs called outside of California? Har are they called harbinger spiders? You mean harbinger spiders? I literally have never been there. No. Yeah. I don't know. Shock um, times. But now, yeah, the yeah word, daddy long legs have another yeah. name, so, and this is one of those um, things that I always forget. So, born and raised in California, they're just called daddy long legs to me. Like I'm an adult man, they're called daddy long legs. Um, but uh, I know that they have a different name. I that's, think you're thinking of the other bugs. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. So, no, 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 no. Grindaloki oh. means daddy long leg spiders, but the word loki, L-O-K-K-E, um, means nets or webs, um, and is a uh, is also used as a term for the makers of cobwebs. It's from this idea that we get the idea that Loki might be the <laughs> inventor of a fishnet, not the ones you wear, but also maybe the ones you wear. I mean, um, the ones that you use to catch fish um, and is known as the ones an that you entangler. use to catch looks at the club because you're wearing that fishnet. Yeah, that's sweet, sweet fishnet. That fish, sweet, sweet fishnet. Yeah. Uh, first of all, interruption about daddy long legs. Uh, no, I was thinking of harvestman spiders, which are the ones that aren't actually spiders. They're the little round ones in the wood piles that look like spiders, but they got like round bodies. Uh, they kind of look like the alien spiders from uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. new what you call it. But no, uh, daddy long legs are also called vibrating spiders. Fucking great name. Gyrating spiders and skull spider. Don't get that one. I guess unless you find them in human skulls all the time. I mean, I guess. It sort of depends on where horrifying. you're finding them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, Loki is uh, sort of intrinsically linked with spiders in that respect. Um, now, his... Like some sort of Spider-Man, you would say? <laughs> yeah. So, think about that. Um, so, Loki's mythos is uh, wild, to say the least, guys. Norse mythology and the stories from the uh the eddas are just insanity like written down in a way that like i think other pantheons that i'm familiar with just aren't loki is wild he shapeshifts he gives birth to an eight-legged horse he outwits literally everyone he comes into contact with Tales he gets from in mythology a ton of arguments best, i love all of them and he is the cause of ragnarok which is the end of the world yeah he's the reason why mjolnir is short yeah. Because a Warhammer traditionally has a longer half than that. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was, he basically turned into a fly and was biting dwarf ass so that way it didn't, they like, didn't get the bellows right when they forged Mjolnir. Yeah. Which he was only getting done to begin with because he stole Thor's wife's golden hair and yeah. had to like get a bunch of other Well, Lo he had to get a Lo wig Loki, for Lo her. Loki like gets into shit and then solves that shit by getting into more shit and yeah. then solves that shit by getting into more shit and you're just like, all right, man, um, why? At this point in time, why are you picking on this guy? Like he's gonna, <laughs> he's liable to punch you in the face and he's also known for like murdering giants and you're only like a little bit of a giant. So back the fuck off, homie. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and Loki, like, not only he just like 
flies around as like a raven to like go and like get stuff done. Oh, he just fucks with he's people, the, dog. He's how Thor was able to get Mjolnir back uh, when that giant was trying to marry Freya and they put Thor there instead. Yep. Um, he's really kind of like the instigator and the fixer I mean, it, in the Norse It's pantheon. almost as though he was a wee giant and the rest of the Jotun decided to pick on him and he was just like, I'm going to become friends with Aesir. And then convince, uh, convince the guy with the with the fucking fists that punch giants to death, uh, to just start shit with giants, because he seems to constantly be getting uh, uh, Thor involved in having to fight or deal with. He's just like Thor. What if we did this thing? And Thor's like, "That's a great idea." And then it ends up not being a great idea. And Thor's like, "What the fuck?" And he's just like, "But giants, it was their fault, right? They did it." And Thor's like, yeah. "Fine, punch that guy." Like, it's it's fucking great, dude. Well, and sometimes Loki just like pops off at the mouth. Oh yeah, he's also uh, a wee bit of an too. asshole. Yeah. So you know, sometimes he just like gets in fights. So <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty fair amount of things written about Loki. Yeah. Um, but even do, do still, a favor, read the the poetic edda and the prose edda. I, I have copies of both and I've read both. They're fantastic. Uh, the tales of all the gods is is quite quite amazing yeah the what's the what's the book the new one that they did that was like the tales of the norse gods um i don't know the comic book writer wrote it uh, oh neil gaiman is that what you mean yeah maybe yeah, neil gaiman did, did that. he do that did he do that norse gods audiobook that we listened to yes yeah okay yeah that's a really good one it's sort of like uh historically accurate adjacent yeah, you it's know? pretty close to but being it, but it's like accurate. but it's like pretty close to what's in the prose edda and the poetic edda, but like kind of moderned up a bit. Yeah, uh, they're very fun tales, and it's a it's a good audiobook. Like no sponsor, literally at all. I just I listen to that. that we that, listen to a that lot audiobook of is on my list of like every year I re-listen to it. Right, like World War Z, right Norse gods, yeah. um, American gods, uh, like <laughs> there's a bunch of books on there. Spock's world vaguely. Um, I listen to Lord of the Rings once a year. Yeah, you listen to yeah. Lord of the Rings. I listen to uh, uh, the Shrike, what are those, whatever that trilogy, Hyperion. Or, the Hyperion Contos is great. Emote in God's Eye, I listen to that like almost every year. Yeah. Yeah, they're just classics. I'm rereading um, uh, uh, bloody, what you call it here, the Foundation series, Asimov, because I haven't read that in probably eh, a decade. <laughs> you know? But like, yeah, oh yeah, dude. Pick up books, read more. That's the secret. Yeah. So um, even though there's a lot that's written about Loki, there are some things that we actually don't know about Loki. Yep. So we don't know about his origins. We don't know a whole lot other than he was born to these people. Um, we don't really know the full extent of his powers. No. Uh, because his powers sort of morph into whatever it is that the story needs to make happen. Uh, and we actually don't know his true feelings towards the other Aesir um, because of the way that he acts in them. Aside from being a trickster, in some myths, um, he's helpful. And uh, in some myths, he's aggressive and vindictive and, like, literally kills Aesir, uh, like Baldur. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's hard to really understand what his, like, what his, like, plan is. Like, Zeus, for instance, is an easy one. He just wants to make babies with everyone. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when Stand still for animal. five minutes, boom, lightning strike. Yeah, are babies. you a lady? Zeus going You don't you. even have to 100% be a lady. Like, it's, uh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Watch Zeus. out for those 
horses and cows. Yeah, don't trust Zeus. Don't trust uh, Zeus. Secret time. But lo yeah, Loki's kind of like like a mystery, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, really, when like the thing to talk about with any sort of Norse mythology is like most of it is filling in, yeah. right? Because we really only have like we don't even have like any real in-depth like number like type one a slot sources yeah. most of our sources is like b slot or c slot because you have like the prose edda and the poetic edda written by ibn fadlin um who uh you know which was like who like traveled to the norse areas and like lived amongst them and like learned their stories or whatever yeah but um like most of the stuff we have about them is like way way later like written by priests about the heathen so they know like when heathens are doing heathen stuff or whatever yeah and so that really sort of like devalues the information we have because like uh, like one the priests are gonna write stuff from like a very uh uh like well, monotheistic really centric bias look yeah. but also like they're not inclined to keep a tale like good or bad or what have you. So yeah. so it, it, it leads to a bunch of like misinformation that you sort of have to wade through. All right, we're back. So, uh, Loki's a mystery. What, what's next? Um, well, it's really just mostly talking about uh, Loki being sort of like a mysterious creature. So some people actually have an idea that Loki is only one aspect of a singular god, which would predate the more modern Aesir. Uh, and that's kind of how he like ended up in there. Uh, now, in these theories, the other personality aspect is attributed to Lothar. Uh, and... Um, Lothar is a god of creation whose name means to grow or to shape. Uh, and he's not mentioned a whole lot in the uh, in the Eddas, but some theorize that he is not only uh, another aspect of Loki, but one of Odin's brothers instead. Mm. So he's sort of a, I, I don't want to say two-faced god because that has a negative connotation, but we see this often in other types of mythologies. Like a dual god. Where you have like a feminine goddess who has three faces. Uh, and this would be essentially two faces for yeah. the man. Um, and third face I, is just a butt. He's <laughs> mooning you. He's got jokes. His other face is a butt. Yeah. Oh, His man. third face is a butt. Hashtag Loki's third face is a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it going, guys. I don't even know how to handle that. <laughs> yeah. Now now I want to do like an edit that's like a like a graphic that's like Loki and then a butt in the middle and then like like Tom Hiddleston Loki and a butt in the middle and then like the cart like the animated Loki or like the Loki from the comic books. <laughs> And they're just like, why? And you're like, if you know, it's funny. I mean, if you don't, it's, it's probably not. it probably already exists. There's it might. Like the, it internet. might. the internet does have everything. Yeah, the internet really has a lot of things. <laughs> so um, that's a really interesting idea um, to have because that's really quite unusual for a male god in, in Western uh, type of pantheons to have two aspects. Yeah. And of course, this is just an idea um, that that might be it, that may not be it at all. And as John was just saying, um, the thing about it is, is we just don't know. Yeah. Most things, um, most things 
prior to the writing down of the poetic Eddas and the prose Eddas was was passed down by oral tradition. Mm. And when um, Christianity came and the Christianization of Europe started happening, these traditions, these oral traditions were bent or skewed or just outright stopped because of the advent you know, of Christianity. Or, 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 so or lost. We, I mean, yeah, or lost. Because people didn't write down things back then. You had, like, stones and you just, like, carved in the stones. There's a reason why they call it the Dark Ages. So there's a lot that you can really kind of take to mold there. And I would say that the Norse, myth, the, the Norse pantheon really has the most of that. Um, showing in and in, in things that we've talked about with like Thor and now with Loki and in other holidays that we've talked about that primarily sort of descend from ideas put forth in the Norse pantheon we just don't know mm-hmm. um, and we're just sort of guessing so um, it's pretty interesting now there are people who are followers of Loki and they're typically they typically call themselves Lokians an A and an E there. Um, and then there is also a loca blot, which is a, uh, a blot or like yeah, a savage so, yeah, sort of um, that specifically honors Loki. Some people celebrate Lokablot on April 1st, uh, sort of as the anniversary of Loki and his wife joining the Aesir, you know, because April 1st, Trickster, April Fool's Day, yeah, they sure, kind of sure. all mash together. Um, now, some use the date instead of April 1st as the date that the brightest star in the sky, Sirius, rises. Um, Sirius is sometimes called Sirius Locabrenna, which means Loki's torch. Um, and uh, the Sirius, the star, is actually a white dwarf binary star system and is part of the Canis Major constellation, which is like dogs, so like wolves, so like Fenrir, um, so like Loki. So you can see there's a lot of sort of chaining there. And um, Sirius rises typically in July. Uh, and that is a another popular date for worshiping Loki because of yeah, that particular thing. Although why it's called Loki's torch or why Sirius is sometimes called Lokabrenna, we, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those lost to time kind of things. It just sort of happened. Or you know, and then you share that with us, and now we know, and that, that's how that works. So yeah, I would absolutely love to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, you know, I've with regard to local local blot in the like small knowledge that I have about like people who celebrate it or whatever. Mo- all the people that I've ever known who who would celebrate like a local blot or something to that extent celebrated on April first. Yeah. Right, I feel like that's the more common one, um, or at least you know in America, because yeah. I don't know if April Fool's Day exists outside of this country. I don't know. If you're from outside of this country, please let me know if April Fool's Day exists for you. That's April first in this country, where like you make jokes or some and, shit. And like practical. It must. No, no, no. Wait a like minute. It, it must, right? Because like, like. Nestle or Toll House or some company, they do like asshole pranks. Well, just because like, like a thing happens in the US doesn't mean that people don't like at least. Well, like, what I'm saying is, is like, it, it at least you know? must be understood because like IBM does practical jokes 
you know, like big companies do practical jokes that would affect IBM the whole of the world. IBM is a very odd and specific reference. Well, they've done like you know what I mean. Like they've done weird shit. Like Google's done weird shit. Blizzard. Blizzard does, <laughs> does weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody kind of does weird shit. So it must be some manner of universal now, simply because be. of the internet. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if we had hmm. more than two listeners, we would probably yeah, find out. Yeah, somebody tell me. <laughs> like, I could look it up, but that seems like my phone's all the way over there. So. <laughs> it's so that. far. Yeah. So far away. So, um, at, really, the creation and the popularity of the comics and the movies uh, in the MCU featuring Loki has fueled a revival in, of interest in him, as well as a lot of, like, uh, non-canon to yeah. the Norse mythology type of things. Yeah. And, um, Tom Hiddleston definitely helped Loki be popular as a Norse Oh, god, absolutely. If it wasn't right? someone as, like, gorgeous as Tom Hiddleston, yeah. then... Well, it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so you always hear people talk about... You always hear the tale that, like, they were unsure about Iron Man... Yeah. To, ...to, like, be the first movie because, like, Iron Man was an unheard-of character, which, to me, is fucking insane. Like, who doesn't know about Iron Man? But I also grew up reading these comics. I did too. So you I'm know, definitely... so it's like it's like oh, who does, you know, it would be like if they, if they're like if they're like trying to reference some you know like mildly unpopular superhero, I'd be like, yeah, I know who that is. Like yeah. whatever, of course. Um, I even remember watching the '90s Captain America movies. That sweet, sweet clear plastic shield. <laughs> but uh, they're so bad. I love them. Every single one of them are the best. But like, you know. You kind of have to think like these gods sort of like, like like the popularity in them, I should say, sort of comes and goes with regard to like like the generalized masses. But, you know, it's going to whatever we know now and is being like corrupted, corrupted in quotes by Marvel is going to in a hundred years just be like the thing that's historically remembered or whatever yeah. simply because of like the telephone game so when you look back and you think about something like this like what if there was like a popular play about loki in like the 1200s did yeah. that change the story of loki a little bit yeah. like you kind of like you know what i'm saying like you kind of have to think about that like how has culture and the telephone game changed what we know about loki yeah and especially like you know you, like every every pantheon's got their top five that like all the stories are written about like everybody knows and then once you get below that top five stuff starts getting forgot yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so you know and and i feel like there's just a lot there's a lot of open space in the tale of loki with regard to a bunch of information absolutely you know absolutely but like you know, if you're a practitioner, a follower of Loki, uh, what's up, bro? That sounds dope. <laughs> like, tell us about it. Yeah. So, what is your favorite story about Loki? Um, putting you on the spot. I mean, honestly, my favorite story about Loki is also my favorite story about Thor, which is which is um, the story where the where the giant wants steals Mjolnir and wants to marry um. Uh, bloody what's her Freya. name? Freya and, and and like Loki's like we'll just we'll just he'll marry Freya and they're like no obviously and he's like I've got a better idea what if we dress Thor up like Freya and then we uh, and then we do that and apparently nobody thought that that was fucking insane so they dressed Thor you know they dressed Thor up with the veil and everything yeah 
and they go, and they go to this giant's thing, and and of course uh, Loki dresses up like a like a handmaiden or what have you, you know, like a bridesmaid or whatnot, and um, the giant's like, oh my beautiful wife, and Loki's like, no 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 no, she's very shy. Look how shy she is. She's got a veil and everything, and he's like, no no, I want to see my wife, and she's like, you know, don't, don't worry, <laughs> like. We're just, she's real shy, like, she doesn't want to talk or look at your face directly. Uh, you know, we need a veil. Uh, until after the wedding, right? And he's like, that's fair, like, that's very ladylike, I guess, so, of course. And, uh, so then, of course, they get to, like, the, like, the ceremony and everybody's, like, feasting and whatever. And Thor is, uh, I, in my mind, very clearly uncomfortable with this situation. Yeah. Uh, so he's just eating, just, blah, 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 and just pounded well, drinks. Well, has got, like, a really hefty well, appetite Thor, general, Thor is yeah. well known to feast uproariously, right? So he's just like, ah, going crazy on ha going ham planning on food I would and say drinking whatever. Insatiably. Yeah. Even. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, it's lower in the OSHA levels, guys. Uh, yeah. Thor needs a <laughs> Thor needs a drink. The water's getting too high. Yeah. Uh but um so the 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 giant's like, "Oh, she's got one heck of an appetite, right?" And he's just like, "She's so in love with you and and the trip was super long or whatever so she's just like ravenously hungry you know and he's just like that totally makes sense and like you, she drinks a lot it's very in like my memory of the tale is very like um uh grandma what big eyes you have yeah you know it's very the 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 giant keeps pointing out like weird shit and loki's just so bloody good at lying that he's just like no 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 no. listen you got to think about it she's yeah. drinking this much because she's nervous she's trying to get up the courage because she heard that you're a fucking gangster upstairs man yeah. like you're just crushing it in bed she's scared of that you know so she's trying to like get her courage up and yeah. he's like oh yeah yeah that totally makes sense of course whatever like because <laughs> the giant's super gullible and loki's like the best liar ever right and so the, the ceremony happens and he and, you know the giant like presents his wife with with Mjolnir as her wedding gift like ah you can have Mjolnir as a wedding gift well, haha fuck that Thor guy right and she's <laughs> like she like lifts the veil up and is like haha I am that Thor guy and then he just murders everybody in that uh in that wedding and every, yeah. everybody dies and Thor and Loki go home with Mjolnir and I guess full bellies from a meal and that's just a thing that happened. Yeah. It's my yeah. favorite Thor story and my favorite Loki story because Loki's just a stone-cold gangster the whole time yeah. to cover the fact that Thor is not okay with what's happening, but nobody decided to argue with the logic of Loki. Yeah. You know? So that's that's my favorite Loki story. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite Loki story? Um, Like... Uh, that story is so good, so it's hard for me to say that that one's not my favorite. But I think it's uh, uh, doing in doing research for this. It's hard for me to say because I was gonna say the story of of Slepnir, which is yeah. basically like <laughs> they had like the Aesir hired a guy to like build a fence, and they were like, if you build a fence, we're gonna give you like this big thing and the guy was like sweet totally gonna do that right so the guy builds the fence and he's doing a little too good of a job building this fence and the acr were like bro we don't have we we can't do the thing that we promised to do so we need this fence to not be built on time so that we don't have to pay him and loki is like okay <laughs> Which is a great I got story this. about the gods trying to like <laughs> so, twist their way so out Loki's of the like, okay i got this and changes into like a hot lady horse and then seduces the 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 like hardworking boy horse uh, that is helping the guy build the fence and because yeah. 
the lady horse and the boy horse run off to make little horse babies um they can't build a fence in time and then loki comes back and gives birth to an eight-legged horse and then gives it to odin yeah yeah uh which is again a fucking really insane solution i don't know if you're (laughs) noticing a pattern here but loki's solutions to problems are generally like the most chaotic insane nightmare shit you can think of like he like why did he think t- seducing this dude's horse was the best solution? Yeah. What, what the fuck does that mean, man? What are you doing over yeah. here, right? <laughs> like, why are you cross-dressing Thor up to get it back? What the fuck is going on over here? It's <laughs> Loki is Loki's a crazy man, and I love it. I love all of his stories. They're so fucking good. Yeah. There's another one that I'm gonna like put as like a hard like close second, and I don't know exactly like what tale this is from, but I do know it's from the Edda. So basically, the Aesir are all like around a table and they're having like a feast, and and Loki shows up and immediately they start talking shit to Loki and he starts talking shit back to him. I don't remember who started it. And he is just going down the line of the Norse pantheon and, like, just absolutely roasting everyone and they're like what about you loki and he's like let me tell you about you also your wife is cheating on you bro maybe with your brother uh like it is uh, insane because every time somebody tries to like step to loki he just knocks them back uh and it is a it is wild. Loki's a hard gangster. That's what He's I'm saying. He's a hard gangster. So, um, there's a lot of really great stories about Loki. Absolutely. Uh, and that's not even talking about the comic book stories. I'm sure there's a lot of great stories there as well, although I'm not super familiar with the comics. I've read um, a little bit of the standalone Loki. I mean, like, I, like Loki as a passing character in Thor, because I read Thor. Like, that's a thing. Um, but, like, the Loki standalone comics, those are pretty good, yeah. dude. They're good stories. Loki's Loki's a very fun character in the comics. Yeah. yeah he really got fleshed out, I don't know, what, in, like, the mid to late 90s? Probably. Whenever those comics yeah. came out, I don't know how time works, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, at all. <laughs> so, as usual, we also have some spells for you. And uh, before we get into the spells, we want to let you know these spells are written by us uh, and they don't have any connection to historical or traditional Norse practices. So if you're looking for something that's like old timey and vetted, that's not these. Yeah, these uh, are but these are our creations so that yeah. we can share if you're looking you. to be a, a heathen reconstructionist with that stuff that's totally fine yeah. these are not heathen reconstructionist yeah. spells yeah. so the first one that we have is an invocation for loki uh and uh really you can use this at any point in time that you want the um that you want the attributes of loki to help you or that you want the god loki to help you and this one's kind of neat because when you do an invocation you can do it um not just to have this an entity help you but also in conjunction with other magical work if you so please so you can do this as part of uh like a local blot or you can do this as part of wanting to honor loki either as a patron deity or kind of like a like a hidden quit (laughs) kind of a situation. Um, You can also do it to meditate. You can use it as a way to kind of like talk yourself up. Um, 
you can do it's, it just to provide it's an, an offering. The, you, you know how the, invocations yeah, work. You the, can use them for everything. Yeah, the yeah. possibilities here are endless. Yeah, yeah. So our invocation for Loki goes a little something like this. I'm not. I'm not okay with what no, she's doing. You're not gonna, no, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. Okay, fine. I'm not gonna participate with whatever the fuck <clears> she's doing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Loki, Tris, trickster god of the Aesir, wielder of chaos. I call upon you. Bless me with the ability to overcome any obstacle that I may harness chaos and bend it to my will. Grant me the wit and cunning such that I could fool even the gods. Guide my words that I may avoid any trouble. And at this point, you can break and you can do whatever other additional work that you're going to do, like an offering, additional spell work or ritual work, or meditating as desired. If you don't have any of that stuff, once you've kind of like had a moment to, to think about that, and you can repeat this as well, um, you, uh, you can finish off with. Yeah, you can, you can finish off with Loki, father of monsters. I thank you. And that's your invocation. It's a nice little, Loki. nice little short Loki invocation. Um, it, as we go through God deep dives, you will, um, you're gonna pick up a couple of things that we do that that I specifically kind of always write when I uh, like when I do uh, like invocations and and that kind of work. Um, I like to like give Norse gods and I see this written in, in a bunch of other people's work as well um, as well as like the way they're spoke of in the the uh, prose and poetic edda is that you kind of give them their titles so it's like Loki trickster god of the Aesir wielder of chaos Thor wielder of Mjolnir like thunder god or whatever yeah uh, like Himdal um, uh, wielder of Yalahorn or... Aphrodite, goddess of love and Yeah, beauty. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the Norse ones better, so that's why I'm doing those. But, like, for any sort of, like, god or invocation, I like to sort of, like, use their their titles yeah. in there. Plus, it, like, it sounds cooler. What's up? So, <laughs> like, do that. But, yeah, so that's our that's our invocation for Loki. Next up, we have a glamour spell, because he was a shapeshifter, and that yeah. seems apropos. And he is also Lord of Illusions and Magic. Oh. Yeah. Even our husky likes it. She's very excited about it. So, um, to do this spell, you're going to want to get a cinnamon stick. Uh, and so take your cinnamon stick and any uh, like makeup that you're putting on or if you don't use makeup, uh, other skincare items that you're using and wave the cinnamon stick over your makeup or skincare items and say, Loki, manifester of illusions, help these items change the way I am seen by others. And then take the cinnamon stick and wave it in front of your face and say, when I apply whatever the item is, people will see me as, and then your desired per perception. So you could say more beautiful or, you know, whatever it is that you hobgoblin. want. Yeah. Loki, make me look like a hobgoblin. I mean, yeah. maybe that's what you want. I'm not hating. Yeah. No kink shame. Um, what so if this... you have to defeat a man that has a weird thing about spiders? You need to look uh, like yeah. a hobgoblin to do it. Or a rhinoceros. Yeah. Or a lizard. Yeah, but it but a glamour spell doesn't necessarily have to be about beauty. So it may not be Loki make everybody see me as more beautiful, but it could be like, um, like make everybody see me as more uh, confident or yeah, make, okay. confident or or like again. I mean, it's a like the joke is make me look like a hobgoblin so I can defeat a spider-based man. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, right? Let make me look like a gardener so that way I can 
nail this gardener job is exactly as logical a statement. Yeah. Right. Or you can take a fake it till you make it kind of thing. And it's like, Loki, make me look like I'm having a great time at this thing that I don't really want to go to. <laughs> make me look like I'm enjoying this party because I'm fucking not. Yeah. So that's a, a fun, like, little Mad Libsy type of spell that you can use for um, for Loki. Now, after you've done that, just keep the cinnamon stick in with your makeup or your skincare items. Not only will it make it smell delicious uh, and fantastic, but uh, cinnamon is also a um, something that is, like, Loki's spice. So a yeah. lot of people that worship Loki note that he really likes uh, Fireball as an alcoholic drink, and I am all for that. Okay, but I also... I I also like Fireball. Like fireball. Y'all ever had Fireball in 7-Up? It's fantastic. Yeah. Y'all yeah. ever had Fireball in a cup? It's great. Just put it in a cup. Put you it in your face. Put it in a cup, yeah. Yeah, put it in a cup. Put it I in feel like it's about ready to turn into a Dr. Seuss thing. Like, I mean, Fireball in a Fireball in a 7-Up? We got those tiny Fireballs still. I, you just zing one of those off. <laughs> pump it back. Yeah. The fireball uh, will keep you up. Our, our local Safeway had a, like party pack of tiny fireballs you could even drink a, fireball on a sup i'm not gonna participate in that uh and uh they were on like super sale after i don't know fucking halloween or something stupid like that i guess that. i'm just gonna so have just to bought give a bunch up. of them so and they're delicious i use i love fireball so much if we just talk over her and ignore her then maybe whatever the heck's wrong will go away right is that is that how medical science works uh Anywho, those were Loki's spells. Next up is our favorite bit. Correspondences. Correspondences. Yeah. All right, correspondences. Uh, go ahead. All right, so, uh, among other things, Loki is known to be the god of androgyny and illusions, magic, the god of mischief, uh, strategy, and wit. Stratagem. Strategy, yes. Uh, animals that are associated with Loki are foxes, horses, snakes, Obviously. and wolves. <laughs> uh, Loki's colors are black, green, and red. Stones or crystals associated with him are like black agate or really any kind of black rock. Uh, goldstone and onyx. Uh, as far as herbs go, he's associated with cannabis, cinnamon, as we spoke of before, dragon's blood, mistletoe, and pepper. And uh, other uh, other things, uh, like miscellany, uh, he is associated with the air or fire elements. He's also associated, associated with knots and masks. Uh, and the rune Thurisaz. If you're looking for other trickster deities, you can look towards Eris or Hermes, Lu uh, or Sun Wukong. Yeah. Yeah. And this, again, like, w these are just some of the correspondences um, because we don't need to be here for fucking ever. Yeah. <laughs> to, to read these. Yeah. So this is actually not the full, full list of correspondences because I would be reading for a much longer time. Uh, <laughs> and nobody wants me to just. Nobody read a wants list. to just listen the to me. The podcast isn't list. just blue, five, orange. Nobody, nobody wants that. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that sounds like uh, that sounds like numbers. Unless you stations. really do want that, and then I could put out some special, uh, special list 
casts. List cast. <laughs> list cast. All we're doing is uh, reading so words. The full list of correspondences is available in the Book of Shadows pages, yep. which you can access if you join our Patreon tier. Yeah. Uh, and they are quite uh, beefy. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. They're fun. Book of Shadows pages, ready yeah. for print, like in PDF format and all that. And kind they're of stuff. pretty. They definitely yes. fit nicely into anybody's book of shadows. Yeah, and uh, so speaking of our Patreon, because we are we are wrapped up a Loki. Yeah, we are nearing the end here. Um. Uh. So, if you join our Patreon for the book for the uh, uh, um, Horn and Cauldron podcast tier, that also includes uh, access to our uh, Discord. Yep. Where so that way you can just like ask us questions and we can like hang out and talk about stuff. Magical yep. stuff, or the TV show Loki, or whatever. Honestly, yep. uh, we can make more channels. We have the technology. I mean, we I also really are happy to give like guidance and mm -hmm. do like tarot card and rune, like readings and stuff. And readings yeah, to kind of help people out. Yeah, yeah. Discuss more information about these podcasts and. Um, most importantly, the Patreon is not us just trying to get money from you. It is a way for us to be able to put more effort into these things. Yeah. Creating a podcast and YouTube and all of these things Better do take recording time and equipment costs money so and much. we have day jobs. So if so you like money. our content and you Ugh. want to support us and help us do more and better things, uh, by all means, hit us up yeah, on help. Patreon. Up. Uh, and if you, you can, can also help us out with a like, a comment, a share subscribe on the youtube video yep. of this if you're watching our silly faces uh if you're listening to this on your podcast streaming service then uh, uh please leave us a review it helps other Subscri people find subscribe us subscribe and leave us a review that that helps other people find us and such like that uh and if you want to reach out and uh just give us a whole hey y'all uh, hit us up on like, social media hey no. Hey. Like howdy, like cowboy howdy. We only I, take I can't, cowboy I can't, I can't do that. No, I'm not that. No, she cannot. Yeah, I haven't. I'm, I'm done. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so hit us up on social media or whatever. I'm at Nerdjive literally everywhere, and she's at Goddess Jewels Goddess everywhere. Jewels everywhere. That's yeah. right. So it's nice and simple and straightforward. Uh, but either way, I have been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been The Horn and Cauldron Podcast. Podcast. And, uh... Stay witchy out there, y'all. Yeah, our next episode will be on uh, Midsummer or Litha. Uh, so stay tuned for that in a few weeks. We'll be uh, bringing y'all that summertime goodness. Yep, Midsummer goodness. Watch the movie. It's awesome. Yes. All right, peace. Peace.